0: Hi, I'm Godfrey, and I'd love to welcome you to my podcast on the goodness of Christ. Psalms chapter 8 verse 4 says, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Such an amazing passage of scripture. Who are you that God is so into you? Who are you that he would die for you? You see, uh, the love of Christ, that he he willingly died for all of us, regardless of diversity, regardless of our weaknesses, regardless of the future sins. Christ being so good and so rich in mercy could never uh, permit any of us to suffer. And so he had to make a provision for us. You have come to realize that man remains the author of all the pain and misery that we are faced with. We go back to Adam, who had no idea the cost of that little disobedience in the Garden of Eden. Most times, we, we tend to think lightly of certain actions. And, 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 and such short-term pleasures have often led to long-term consequences, long-term pain, generational curses. fact remains that no one knows what's on the other side of disobedience. The devil always tries to shake the truth by pretending to defend it. But Jesus came to save man. He never came to destroy man. He's not allowing or sending destructive natural disaster or viruses. These are all a result of man's sin. Imagine. Sin polluted our blessedness. Sin polluted our relationship. No one can can ever determine the level of disaster that emanates from pollution, that emanates from sin and the moral reason why we ought to never give room to any form of disobedience. God has empowered the church to stand against the works of, of nature, against the work of the enemy. And sadly, only a small percentage of believers really believe this. Most, most, most actually believe in a distorted view of God that lays human suffering and tragedy at his feet. And that is not the gospel. The Bible says in Luke chapter 9 verse 56, For the Son of Man did not come to destroy man's life, but to save man's life. The heart of God, you see, for humanity is abundant life. It's not death and destruction. Until you understand this, you will misrepresent the nature of God and make him a perpetrator of evil and suffering. God is good. That's the fact. He is always good. He is so good. And he can never be anything but good. On the other hand, the enemy, the thief, he does not, he, 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 he does not come but to steal and, and destroy. But Christ again reassured us, I have come that you may have life and have it in abundance. The Father is judging no one. Suffering is not God's judgment upon you here on earth. Sin carries its own corruption, but the consequences of sin is not divine judgment. John 5 verse 22 says, The Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son. Judgment has been given to Jesus, and only his word will judge on the last day, not before. What does John chapter 12, verse 4 to 7 to 48 says? If anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. You see, his mission on earth is very straightforward. He came not to judge us. He came not to be, to, 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 to be condemning us towards us he came simply to love to care to save us I did not come to judge the world he who rejects me and does not receive my word has that which judges him the word I have spoken will judge him on the last day on the last day all we have here is grace To be partakers of grace we are in a time of grace in which sin is not being imputed against mankind judgment preachers always say that God is imputing sin and judging but that's a lie we have a message of reconciliation not judgment here on earth we enjoy grace at its fullest Jesus paid for your present for your past and for your future sin. Uh, But, 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 you know, let's not get careless with this license because all our deeds will be laid before us on the day of judgment and you have to answer for the misuse or the, the good use of grace. You see in Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30, we see the story of a parable of the talents where a master entrusted talents into the hands of his servant. And when he returned, he expected them to, to have put it to good use and they had to give account of how they used the talents. Now that's exactly what it is. Christ has come that we may have life in abundance. He has given us grace. He's made available his mercy. He's made available his love and, and, and all that we need to to thrive on earth. And on the last day, he's going to ask us how we put that to use. So today, choose to believe that God has your best interest at heart. Choose to obey him completely. Choose today to rely on the goodness of Christ. Be blessed.